four Midwest Guys presents... Hello, Master. It's been a while. The name's Rex. We call him Fives. I'm Heavy. This is Echo. I'm Commander Co. So, yes, sir! The Wars Command. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Four Midwest Guys Presents Star Wars The Clone Wars Command. Uh, this will be your one-stop shop for everything The Clone Wars in Season 7 uh, that we'll be reviewing here for Midwest Guys. Uh, as you can see, with, however, my chair next to me is empty. I am flying solo. Mr. Brian Eggebauer is out in, uh, celebrating his birthday with his family. I wish him, everybody, for Midwest Guys as well. I'm sure as you guys do as well. Wish Mr. Eggebauer a very happy birthday, and I uh, hope he enjoys it. However... Speaking of celebrations, I cannot, I, I can't start the show without at least acknowledging the fact that this is the day. This is a day that will be long remembered, ladies and gentlemen. Why? Because this is the day that we fought for. Remember, let me take you back just five to six years ago. Remember when, during the big Disney shocker, the buyout, how how those, this this animated Star Wars series was in its prime. It just really started to get really good, and suddenly it was unceremoniously canceled. It was taken away from us. The rug was pulled out from us. We were left with no Star Wars at the time. We had no real answers. All we got was a slightly truncated season six, which we were thankful for, but we thought that's all we were going to get. But some of us never gave up hope. Some of us continued to campaign online. Yes, some of us continued to campaign online for the Save the Clone Wars. Save the Clone Wars continued. The campaign continued. Give us the ending we wanted, and it finally happened. We finally won. They finally listened, and thanks to Disney Plus coming about, we won, they heard us, and we are finally getting an end to the Clone Wars, an actual season seven ending to the Clone Wars. So today is a day, ladies and gentlemen, to celebrate. That's right, today we won. Today we nerds and geeks of Star Wars who banded together have won. So here's to us, to the nerds, to us. They listen, they heard us. It's a trap! And no, it's no trap. We won, we did it. So, before I began, I had to do that. I had to do a little celebration. And as you can see, I have all my special effects with me today. Because I am flying solo, and it's a lot harder to do a... Uh, a solo podcast and still be entertaining so i'm going to do my best bear with me uh mr Ankenbauer, i'm sure we'll be back next week when we do uh episode two but today we're reviewing season seven episode one the bad batch um wasn't it great though to hear tom do that whole intro though to uh, clone wars where you know he goes a nexus uh shipyards blah 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 i was like oh there we are we're back we're back we're finally back you know we got the the music, everything, it was just a great feeling. Um, I just have to bring that up as well, right off the bat. Um, but we are at the Battle of Anaxis. Uh, the, uh, they sent uh, Anakin as well as Master Windu. You know, they're two most powerful Jedi. Anakin in the air and the mace on the ground to uh, fight back the Separatist 
invasion of their shipyard and uh, if they lose this shipyard then they lose their entire reserve fleet um, and ability to make more ships so this is a critical battle for um, for the Republic um, so uh, you know and despite having all you know the two most powerful Jedi at, as well as you know the Republic Army they're they're losing and um, they can't seem to figure out why really um, and then Rex comes and then you know Rex says I, I think I got an idea I want to go to the cyber command center and we learn that uh, the separatists always are gathering data on the clones and their tactics and that they're always constantly having to come up with new ways to vary their attacks because once they use a tactic once it's fully effective the next time they use it maybe 50 percent and then 25 and then and then so on every time they use it it becomes less and less effective because each time they're analyzing the data of their attack so they're always varying their attacks slightly to keep them off guard until now now it seems like they in this battle anyway the uh separatists are one step ahead of them they already know what they're what they're doing and their their game plans and um you know, it, as the series progresses, even Rex doesn't want to admit it to the Jedi, but he's 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 worried uh, because these are these battle strategies they've been using and tactics are ones that he drew up with uh, his old buddy Echo. Uh, Echo is a, a fellow friend and arc trooper. Um, just to give you a little bit of a flash uh, back, um, he was you know a clone in the Clone Wars, uh, <laughs> clone in the Clone Wars. Um, with Rex and uh, he was a close personal friend of Rex's and um, he died back in the I believe it was season two or three when they went to the Citadel to save um, uh, General Jedi Peel he was the one that had like I think it was the Nexus hyperspace route the secret coordinates or whatever um, so they uh, they kept you know they so they went and rescued him but he ended up what they thought anyway was dying uh, he was actually hit by a uh, like a, a laser blast, and he's just kind of left there on the ground, smoking. Essentially, they think he's dead, but because of they're being attacked, they have to leave him there and continue their escape from the Citadel. Um, and that's kind of where we leave Echo. That's kind of like the end of Echo's story, as far as we knew. And um, Rex is beginning to wonder, though, because they seem to be one step ahead of him. If they're not somehow got Echo's plans out of him before he died or something's up or if Echo is even still alive because it just feels like he's fighting Echo I guess is the best way to put it um, so to help them on their mission we're introduced to uh, Clone Force 99 uh, the bad batch if you will um, they have a hundred we turn we hear they have a hundred percent success rate they just don't play well with others and um, they're they're kind of like uh, an A team slash X-Men of the Clone Wars. It's described as um, experimental mutations. They each have kind of their own special unique ability and it definitely shows throughout the series. Um, so we first meet Sergeant Hunter. He's the leader of the Bad Batch. Um, he has the ability, he's a tracker. Uh, he has the ability to sense things like electromagnetic fields in the ground, in the air, on the planet and he can locate it anywhere on the planet just through his own sixth sense if you will so that makes him a really good tracker and hunter and i guess a leader really to lead them the rest they say it's better than any map because maps can be wrong he's always right 
because uh, he follows his census. Uh, we're also introduced to the um, to Wrecker. Wrecker's kind of the um, I guess call him the big muscle uh, Superman of the group. He's kind of like the B.A. Baracus, I guess. Um, very strong, uh, but also uh, very boastful and kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> he's always looking for a fight. He's always looking to go in through the front door, and he's always looking to smash things and wreck things and destroy things. Um, then we're introduced to... Now, up to this point, Hunter and Wrecker... Hunter looks the most like a regular clone, despite the Rambo outfield uh, uh, gear and longer hair. He kind of looks like Rambo. He's got the Rambo uh, headband. Uh, Wrecker is kind of like a beefed-up version of a clone. His head's slightly different, but he still looks like a clone. He's just kind of tall, much taller and much beefier, right? Um, and then, um, then you get then we were introduced to Tech, and Tech is kind of the first one that doesn't really quite look like the rest of the clones. He looks similar. He looks like a brother of a clone. He's not an actually. He's still a clone, but he's not an identical clone. He has different features. He has his face is different. It's thinner. He's smaller. Um, he has the. He's wearing glasses to give him that kind of nerdy kind of tech look, right? But he's physically different looking than the rest of the clones. He's significantly. This is one that, if he was out by himself, you probably wouldn't think he was a clone at all. He could get away with it. And similar to that is uh, Crosshair, who is their... Uh, oh, by the way, Tech is... Um, going back to Tech real quick. He's the brains of the outfit. Very good with technology. Um, prefers to do things with, you know, delicately and through precision and through technology. Um, then we're introduced to Crosshair. Crosshair is their precision marksman. Um, they say he can hit a mark cleanly from 10 clicks away. Um, he's more he's not much of a conversationalist he's very much a confrontationalist um he he's uh staring people down he's he's always starting he's kind of the shit stirrer he starts starts things uh with other people especially the other clones at first anyway um so but crosshair is the most um most different looking like he um he has a very slender look he has a more um He's got the, obviously has a tattoo of the, the crosshair over his eye and everything, which is cool looking. But he is physically the least looking. He still resembles slightly a clone, but he would, I would say he's like a cousin of a clone uh, as far as resemblance. Uh, you would have a really hard time, I think, you know, seeing him in other gear out in space somewhere or another planet saying that even on you know, disguising himself, or you would never guess that he's a clone, which is probably good since he's a, a sharpshooter. You could probably see him becoming an assassin if, uh, you know, the war ended kind of thing. So he has a very slender kind of build and look to him. Um, but he's very precise. That's, he's cold, he's precise, he's, you know, that that's his personality. So, um, and together, like I said, they're, they call themselves the Bad Batch. And, and again, they kind of have a... I want to say it's like an A-Team kind of feel to them, even though they're not exactly the A-Team uh, from the old TV series. But, um, it, you know, person for person, there's no ladies' man and there's no crazy pilot. But you get the idea. Um, also, it seems like they've worked with uh, Commander Cody before. Um, you know, I, I think the line was, where are we going? What mission you got for us this time? Um, and I wonder what missions those were and, uh, and where. Um, cause I'm pretty sure I've seen just, uh, every Clone Wars 
thing there is and um, I haven't seen anything with the Bad Batch outside of today's episode except for the they put this entire arc out there as an unfinished um, it's like the rough animation of uh, this entire arc was released I, I want to say it was Star Wars Celebration Orlando it could have been Chicago but I don't remember that anyway um, so you know outside of that and I'd never seen them work with Cody before so I really wonder and they really seem to have uh, respect for Cody uh, especially the sergeant does so um, it seems to me like they've been in battle before and Cody has high confidence in them as well um, and, it, and it shows that you know he knows they can get the job done too um, unfortunately he gets hurt but uh, speaking of which when he does get hurt this is where uh, we really get to see <coughs> Wrecker uh, he's real uh, strength right because he lifts up an entire um, shuttle the entire shuttle off the ground and uh is able to get cody out from under it you know you know they're thinking there he's just gonna pull cody out from under it now he lifts he gets actually under the entire ship the gunship and, and then throws it over his head um and out of the way so that shows you the kind of raw power he has and then we really get to see um the bad batch work together in their shockwave attack against the um uh, the small brigade of uh they're not even a brigade, but a, um, uh, you know, a, a small, we'll just call it small army, uh, for lack of better terms, of, of uh, battle droids coming up against them. And how they, and how Wrecker just grabs a big old piece of, of, of shrapnel from the, uh, the gunship and uses that as a, uh, as a shield for the rest of them. He's carrying that and he's running with it. And then, you know, they're throwing uh, text calling out coordinates for the the, uh, the electromagnetic grenades. And then, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Crosshair's shooting it while it's, you know, in air. Or when it lands right on, right in front of him. Or, or actually, the one catches it, I think. And he's able to shoot that precisely and sets it off that way. And takes out a lot of the battle droids. And then... You see them spread out and you see that uh, Crosshair is also very good with a knife. Um, so I think it's Crosshair. I don't think it was tech, but uh, very good with a, like a knife or a dagger. He stabs the thing in the eye, the, the, the tank droid. Anyway, uh, just you really get to see just how impressive this entire Clone Wars uh, 99 group is. Uh, you know, Force is there highly skilled and they work very very well together and you got hunter who's calling out the plan not only the plan but how to, to do it and how to alter it even in the middle of, of the combat so the four of them together work very well without any uh, really very little outside help and in the back you've got what's his name and rex just kind of sitting back watching what's going on while they're you know they're back there with cody of course who's hurt but they're just they're taking it all in and uh, it's something that rex does really well being a really good captain that Rex is, he, he sees their abilities, understands their abilities, and when he takes command, he uses that when they attack the uh, the outpost slash uh, cyber command center or whatever. They he, he says, well, what's your plan? You know, we're going to pick them off by one by one. Now, we'll go through the front door because he already knows what they can do. They're, you know, and they're able to hold off super battle droids for a time even. Um, so incredibly impressive uh, work by them. Uh, speaking of that whole cyber center, um, 
this is where you know when they tech hacks in and they find out that it's not a program or an algorithm that's uh, been feeding them information about their their plans i guess but it's, it's a signal coming from another planet and you know how i am uh if you guys have seen some of my other podcasts you know how i am with uh with alien names but i believe it was they called it scatco minor or at least that's how i'm pronouncing it anyway uh it's another planet somewhere out there and at first when they bring up this voice it's very kind of gargled down deep um almost unrecognizable but it does have a slight human sound to it and rex is you know once you know him and tech are going back and forth in their conversation and he's like well ask it who it is and it comes back with the garble becomes much more clear sounds more like a clone voice and it comes back ct1409 ct1409 over and over and over again which takes rex back because we find out later that uh, the next scene that CT1409 is indeed Echo's uh, clone number. That's his designation number, CT1409. Um, so that leaves a lot of questions, right? So Echo's alive as far as um, as far as Rex is concerned. This confirms his suspicions that Echo is indeed alive. My question is, how is he alive at this point? Is he is he fine and he's just being controlled by the the chip that you know they all have and he's uh you know and he's sitting in a command center somewhere normal or is he been darth vader'd up so to speak uh, or general grievous up so to speak have they is it just uh is he um uh is he just like in a some sort of biomechanical suit keeping him alive that's that's the reason for the the first the the gargle voice or in maybe how that's he's he's so easily communicate with the droids and and send out the signals and stuff like that or is he uh you know a cyborg like that or is it just a piece of him is it just his brain is it just his head um you know these are all kind of questions and that could easily be done in the Star Wars universe. We've seen General Grievous is nothing more than a pair of lungs, some veins, a face, uh, and a heart, right? Um, and that was pretty much it. The rest of him was, was cyborg. So it wouldn't be out of question if somehow they found a way to take take his brain or his head or you know something and retrieve that, that battle information and turn him into some sort of cyborg that uh cyborg command general brain or you know whatever i'm not sure so uh, it's it's gonna be very cool to uh see what uh what echo, what has become of echo and how they're and how they're manipulating him and depending on what we get what level of cyborg we get i guess is will he recognize uh his friend will he recognize rex will he come around at some point wake up from whatever nightmare he's in right now um you know but right now it's just a pardon the pun an echo of echo uh the ghost in the machine so far is what they're they're kind of up against and that's further confirmed when um general trench who is the that uh, that spider general uh and he's uh, which is cool by the way i'll get to him in a minute but but he's he he's very concerned when he finds out that they find out that it, they they didn't take anything, but they did find out about the signal coming from this scat scat scatco miner. 
so uh yeah so um yeah there's a so i'm really looking forward to the next episode um my final thought and grade for the entire episode would be um if we're doing the whole scale you know the one being the worst 10 being the best i would probably go uh 8.5 to 9 on this episode uh it's just not it's great to be back in clone wars it was great that this first episode is just the clones really uh, it's all about the clones and and just the separatist droids. The the real uh, outside of the Skywalker story is you know the the real meat and potatoes and Ahsoka story obviously um, is the real you know the the guts and of the of the, the Clone Wars and it's, it's it's good to see that and at uh, it, it, it no time at all was I, I was right back right back into the Clone Wars it seamless transition. You know, I, I didn't feel disconnected or anything. I was just right back to where I was. It's just it's a little later in the timeline, and um, you can tell that from Anakin's hair. You know, if you're, you know, if you follow that sort of thing, that we're knocking on the door, literally, of uh, Revenge of the Sith at this point. But um, it's it's really cool. Um, it was great to see. Uh, I, uh, speaking of General Trench, <laughs> every time he's this spider humanoid, mostly spider looking. And every time he shows up, he gets defeated by Anakin. And he keep, every time he comes back, he comes back more machine than spider human. Um, so it's cool every time that, yeah, he gets blown up or something, and yet somehow he survives, and they bring him back with even more cyber, cybernetics than they did the first time. You know, so it's it's like every time progressing forward, which is kind of neat to see. Um, and he, I think he's a kind of a cool looking character now especially with the cybernetic more cybernetic implants he gets so that's what's cool about trench um but yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to this entire series because okay we got this whole bad batch arc nice little intro it's 12 episodes right so that's the first four. Second four is going to be about what happened to uh soka after she left the jedi order what happened there and everything that went on and that's going to lead into the siege of mandalore and that's going to tell us, that's going to help fill in some gaps, right? So there's a couple storylines going on. Uh, one being that starts in the Clone Wars is the whole Mandalorian arc with Bo-Katan, who was Satine's sister, Satine, who was the love interest, Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, etc., and how she was with Death Watch, and now she's kind of leading a resistance against Maul and his forces, slash Separatists now, I guess. Um, and how the Jedi will probably get involved and Ahsoka ends up getting involved in that as well um, and how it all kind of plays out um, and this is all going to play out also with Order 66 going on at, at some point towards the end it, it literally runs into Revenge of the Sith um, which is going to be crazy how they pull that off I have no idea um, but um, so we're going to get that we're going to bits and pieces of that storyline because that storyline starts in the clone wars it carries over to rebels and then it even goes even further in the mandalorian so it it's told out of order so far but it'll be nice to get those bits and pieces to plug in right same with darth maul darth maul is resurrected in clone wars somehow at the you know it's season five he fights the emperor the emperor takes him down and says i'm not going to kill you i have other uses for you they have that whole dathomir son of dathomir comic where he goes up against dooku he's able to get away how does he get back involved in mandalore 
what's there's some disconnects there in that storyline because he goes from that point the next place we see him is at the end of the solo movie he's a head of that little crime significant so somehow we went from Mandalore to being the head of that and then he goes from there the next time we see him he's on Malachor where he meets Ezra in Rebels and then he we know what happens to him in Rebels from there so again another piece of the puzzle of the it's told out of order typical Star Wars fashion typical that's just how they do things but we're getting to see you know these these two storylines we're going to get to see these two storylines really um at least another piece of the puzzle anyway so and and how it's all going to be told so and um i'm sure disney plus will help fill in the rest of all stories well there's already rumors of that going on you know we've heard rumors of solo 2 being on disney darth maul on disney so i think those two are probably one and the same um you know so there's going to be but we're going to get some more pieces of the puzzle to both the storylines so i'm excited for that obviously i'm excited for the end of the clone wars a, a nice ending to the clone wars and ahsoka story as well there's another storyline you know um we're going to find out what happens to her after the jedi order leaving we're going to find out how she gets involved with mandalore there's supposedly a duel with darth maul here um so um and how that relates and you know maybe we'll see bits and pieces of how maybe she gets involved with uh the rebels uh against the empire maybe the seeds of that maybe some foreshadowing because she too jumps forward into rebels and then uh, jumps forward again through rebels um so um yeah again these storylines little bits and pieces of the puzzles for all three so i'm incredibly excited um i'm sure you guys are like man he just keeps going and going and going but that's that's why i've been like oh god this is great you know they're gonna tell they're gonna give us all this or at least bits and pieces that i need um because if you're a star wars super nerd and fan like i am then you follow these storylines pretty closely and you want to know what happens and you want to know you know okay tell me the full story i, I want all three of these storylines i want i want to know everything give it to me or give me another piece so you know i can put it all together in my head um so but yeah there's a lot going on love this love that the clone wars is back um so looking forward to everything that's that, that's coming our way so and i hope you are too um and i hope that you'll join us and join me and brian and uh hopefully maybe some other of uh, our staff as we continue to review these episodes um obviously we'll be back next week with uh season seven episode two uh until then my friends um however if you did like this podcast and you do want to know where you can find us the best place to go here is uh right at the top you'll see www.4midwestguys.com that's your one-stop shop guys um everything is there all of our other shows outside of the clone wars command is there yeah, the Egg Zone show is there now. Uh, it's a new one with Brian. He's I've been doing the XFL Weekly. We've done two shows there. Uh, we have our Star Wars Rebels archives are there. Um, there's we've been doing we've re reviewing Star Trek Picard. We're up to episode five there. We just released that. Um, so everything is there. Plus all of our older podcasts that we did. We did a Game of Thrones podcast. It was like seasons two through all the way through the end uh, so everything is there uh john does a lot of stuff for the oscars that he just did the races on 
that's all there everything's listed in chronological order so the further you go down the website the you'll find you know when they were released in order or you can go to the top of the website and everything is there's a link for every show and it'll give you just the one show it'll take you to a page just with that show on it in addition to that um, there is links to our Facebook to our Twitter to our Podbean, which is our audio, and as well as our iTunes, which I, I, I really I quit saying iTunes now. It's actually Apple Podcasts. Um, and you can follow, like, and subscribe everywhere uh, on all of those. Please do so. Um, we're really trying to push our uh, YouTube right now. So uh, we're our goal is to get 100 people on YouTube to follow us so please uh, make sure you hit the bell and hit the follow again follow like and subscribe on every one of these however if you are looking just for our Facebook account that would be facebook.com slash for Midwest guys or you can just search for Midwest guys uh, you can find us on Twitter at for Midwest guys you can find Mr. Ankenbauer at uh, there at uh, Twitter and Stardust at Angzone you can find me uh, and my personal account on Twitter as well as Stardust is at bwilly1977. Uh, we have an Instagram account. We do a lot of behind the scenes kind of work there. A lot of uh, uh, pictures and stuff like that. Fun stuff. It's that, That's the number four underscore Midwest underscore guys. Uh, or if you want to reach out to us uh, via email, it's uh, four Midwest guys at gmail.com. And then uh, we have something new. And you can see I kind of added it last second there. Uh, we've added a voicemail line. So this is kind of cool. So if you dial this 1-859-363-5952, you'll hear my voice with a little introduction. You leave your name, where you're from, and give us your comment. If you're, you know, just say, hey, I just got done watching uh, the Clone Wars Command. I've got this question for you guys, or I just want to tell you about um, about how I think you're doing. If we, you know, and if we really like your voicemail, we'll put it on the next clo And it's about Clone Wars, we'll put it on the next Clone Wars command. If it's about Picard, we'll put it on the next Star Trek Picard. If it's about the uh, XFL review show, it'll show up there, etc., etc., etc. So again, it, it's kind of a cool interaction that you guys can leave a voicemail, and we can take that voice clip and put it on the next show. So uh, if you got other general questions, another and some more feedback as well plenty of ways to reach us we're everywhere we're on uh, by the way you can catch our audio feeds of uh, all of our podcasts our, the video is strictly on youtube all the audio though can be found on um stitcher tune in um as well as uh we just added ourselves to iHeartRadio uh as well as spotify um we're on just about everything else that i've tried to put us out there as much as i possibly can on every platform possible Again, just search for Midwest Guys on any of those, and you'll find us there as well. So there's plenty of ways to watch us. There's plenty of ways to listen to us. I know, you know, I know the audio is important. We've we kind of got away from it for a while. We were kind of sticking with video, and I realized that I've forgotten how much I like podcasts. And I know, you know, when I'm doing dishes or cleaning the house this time of year, or when it comes to be summertime and I'm out doing yard work, I always put a podcast on and I listen to it or. I listen to something at night while I'm, you know, getting ready for bed or something like that. So all, that's why I really put an emphasis back on our audio feed. So your, the audio feed is just as hot as the video feed. So everything is there as well. So again, guys, just look at all these ways. You can see we're out there. We're everywhere. Please, please, please do reach out to us. And 
and let us know how we're doing. Um, we really love the feedback. We really want you to interact with our shows. We want you to be part of our shows. That's why we have all these different avenues in which you can contact us, all these different avenues in which you can make your voice heard now, even uh, your own personal voice. So please reach out to us, get get in touch with us. Um, I really hope you enjoy this podcast today. Again, Brian will be back next week, I'm sure. And uh, we'll be reviewing uh, episode two. But until then, remember, may the force be with you always.